we'll, now we'll, if you have worms yeah don't don't, don't send don't, us a picture of that. that don't <laughs> don't 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 send that i'm out <laughs> <laughs> Keep that to yourself. <laughs> oh, oh gosh. Okay, the train's derailed. Yes. We're gonna have to call it. In a world where men and women are hired with no experience to do a job that kind of sucks sometimes. Where they have to crawl under houses, kung fu fight their way through countless spider webs. Deal with customers who just can't deal with all these dead bugs. And step in hundreds of piles of dog poop every day. Three heroes have come to save the day. Heroes who have fought those webs, stepped in that poop, survived it, and learned from it. And now they're here to tell you their story. This is the Bug Geeky Podcast. What is up, guys? Welcome to the Bug Geeky Podcast. Hey, guys. Hey, it's good to be back. Yes. This is uh, week four. And happy Halloween. Yes, this is our special Halloween episode. Creepy crawlies. What a perfect... uh... Anic, you know, anecdotal way to celebrate Halloween, you know. Absolutely. Right we're, we deal with the creepy crawlies, so. Don't we? Yep. yep. We're not talking about customers. We're talking about spiders. <laughs> well, some of those, Well, too, some, like, some customers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're Spider. scarier than some werewolves and vampires. We'll remain nameless. <laughs> no doubt about it. <laughs> yep. So, first of all, thank you guys so much for all the support you've given us so far. We got back some of our analytics, and uh, we are just blown away at the support you guys are giving us. The likes on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, and it's just, it's been really awesome. Yeah, we thank everyone for joining us and just kind of taking this journey with us. It's been very, very nice. And I'm blown away that Gabe knew that word, <laughs> analytics. And used it correctly in a sentence. Yes! <laughs> it's literally only because it was on the website. <laughs> Toilet paper word of the day. Yes, <laughs> yes exactly. Yes, it, it was yeah. on his calendar. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah. spiders, they're actually going to be kind of ramping up right now due to the weather. So what are you guys? Have you guys had any issues recently with them? I had a bank that was near lake. Okay. Clogged gutters. Oh, that's always fun. Trees hanging over the back of the bank onto the roof. So pretty much the perfect storm. The pest control company um, that these folks had at the time, they did not treat the outside, apparently. No exterior perimeter treatment. There's no way. Ah, uh, you don't need that. Yeah, well, you know, just collect your money and roll on. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, baseboard jockey there. They said he sprayed inside the baseboards because that'll help with the spiders outside, apparently. No doubt about it. Uh, <laughs> but... Another thing, too, I spent at least an hour just sweeping down spiderwebs. That's people... not a part of the service. No, <laughs> yeah, exactly. not at all. But, you know, these people that? have customers, and their customers are trying to reach into the, uh, you know, where you put your money at the drive-thru. They're trying to reach through spiderwebs and spiders to get their money. You know, that's 
Oh wow! It's I mean, like keep it. <laughs> you know, just so how long did you spend sweeping down spiderwebs? It was at least an hour, if not over. I thought this was going to be a thirty, forty-five minute deal. It was an initial mm-hmm. first visit, but it just turned into you know I wanted to take care of these people, so it turned into an ordeal. I did take care of the people, and they were very nice, and they gave me a coffee mug, and said I should join their bank. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to, but I appreciate the mug. There you go. <laughs> um, and they have a few less spiders now. But the crazy part about it was, and Phil, maybe you can um, uh, add to this, being the uh, entomologist in the group, there were multiple kinds of spiders. Mm-hmm. Like multiple. Maybe I was I actually going to ask you what kind of spiders did you run into? It started out as some granddaddy long legs and just random spiders throughout. Then it turned into uh, there were some jumping spiders. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were black widows. I mean, it just they just started coming out of the woodwork when I started trading. Did you have any ore weavers? Yes. Yeah, I did. I figured as much. How about uh, riding spiders? Didn't see any riding spiders, okay. but I wouldn't count them out. Yeah. Yeah. You know. How many orb weavers? You were probably pretty significant with the, the overhanging trees. Yes, there, well, there was too many to count. Okay. When I started um, spraying the exterior perimeter, the, it, it sounded like rain. Oh, wow. They were just parachuting. Yeah, you know? no doubt about it. it. It was it was crazy. They were like, okay, we're out. This guy means business. Cool. But there's a happy customer right there. You know, uh, What do you guys think about, and I service a lot of audited facilities, what do you guys think about sanitation and spiderwebs? Well, sweeping down spiderwebs is obviously uh, something that I think is necessary when you're talking about getting rid of a spider problem. They don't like to be agitated. Uh, spiders do not. So when you're sweeping down their, their webs and you make it a consistent habit, I don't know if that customer is uh, a continual customer at this point, but every time you go back, if you knock down spiderwebs eventually, Spiders will get the kind of get the hint, you know, and and they're not going to want to continue to rebuild in those same areas that the that their web keeps getting knocked down. They don't want to be agitated in that fashion. Uh, their web is their primary source of food as well. So sanitation in that aspect is is key, and then also sanitation to take care of the insect problem, which is why they have that many spiders in the first place. Spiders are only going to be in places that they have enough food. To sustain themselves and evidently it's a great bring up they mm-hmm. had a surplus of food at that at that bank uh, being near a lake I can understand they probably had some lighting occurring in the parking lot oh, so yeah. you get a lot of night flyers so it you you kind of nailed it it was probably it was a perfect, perfect storm there for uh, that type of spider what would you do in the circumstance of a large factory if say they do food grade stuff um but yeah they have they have large like bay doors and they have spider webs like real up high what would you do in in that circumstance as far as like would you go for a fogging would you you know like what so you got a couple options in front of you one again mechanical removal of the spiders it would be my first uh option in that wonder if you can't afford a robot to get them for you <laughs> I was not expecting that. I have to be honest; she threw me. Uh, so, uh, it's the mechanical uh, method. The Honda robot aside, uh, mechanical, uh, just uh, by way of definition, just sweeping down the webs and physically removing the spiders. That would be the first option. Uh, now, if you're walking into a, a significant problem, 
then you you may need to talk to that facility about a more uh, extensive measure as far as getting into uh, doing some sort of uh, fogging or something like that to take care of that problem. But again, my first step would be uh, mechanical removal, uh, then spot application in, in, the, in those areas, and then escalate up the ladder like we normally would for any insect issue. And you have to ask yourself again, why are the spiders there? Yeah. So you're, you're getting, I'd be checking your insect light traps, if it, especially if it's like an audited facility. Mm-hmm. Check your numbers of uh, night flyers to see what kind of insects you're catching there. Uh, if you're catching a bunch of night flyers, you're probably going to have a lot of spiders, spiders up high. And also with with the place the place that I'm talking about having tons of large bay doors, if they leave them open all the time, that's just gonna that's that's gonna an open door for them to come in. Mm-hmm. You know, so right if out. that's closed, then that that's gonna help the the issue to begin with. Correct. It takes away. It also help take away some of their food source. Mm-hmm. And also, places especially uh, food grade, they're gonna need some sort of sanitation crew. Yes. To do regular weekly sanitation where there's not such buildup of spider webs and whatnot. I don't think that all falls on the technician, pest control technician. No, it's a partnership. I would certainly get your contact involved and and try to work work both angles on that front. So get their sanitation crew involved. Uh, they're going to have more equipment and in some instances to better even take care of that. So, and they're not going to have as many restrictions as far as. Uh, using uh, solvents and cleaners in those areas as mm-hmm. we would using pesticides. Right. And th- that's actually going to help take care of the problem as well. Yep. That's awesome. Let's talk about brown recluses, Phil. Okay. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the running dynamic in South Carolina, which is where we live in the upstate, is, right. you know, we don't have brown recluse uh, spiders that live here. Uh, well, we get first, first of all, vision. Every brown spider to a customer is a brown recluse. Is this true? It, it is. It is. They—they—they. Yes. Um, they, they, that's very true. Brown recluse are often misdiagnosed. Uh, it's not anybody's fault. It's uh, you know, they cause. Uh, they have a uh, venom that causes a uh, necrotizing lesion. For that's a big fancy term for. Uh, a wound that won't nasty heal. Nasty wound. Nasty wound that won't heal. It eats away the flesh. Probably but there's, pus involved. Uh, some pus, but again, if they get if it gets really bad, I mean, I've seen just deep open wounds uh, that are fairly graphic and disgusting. To be honest with you, that'll cut your dinner short. Very much so. But their uh, their venom is very potent. But they also have other. We also have other spiders in this area that have that venom. Uh, or have that cap that, that that venom that it will cause that type of uh, wound and uh, lesion uh, to to fester, and so when someone goes to the doctor and says I was bit by a spider and that's the uh, wound that shows up, it's often said you know well it's due to a brown recluse. There are other other spiders that we have in this area. The sack spider is the first one that comes to mind that I believe has that particular type of venom. Uh, they can cause that uh, necrotizing lesion. Uh, but uh, anyway, so we had, you know, we, we don't really, the, the common uh, knowledge is that we don't have them in this area, that we, you know, they don't live and breed. I think we've had somewhere between six and ten confirmed sightings in the state of South Carolina in recorded history. Wow. And so to kind of parlay into what Josh was saying, I was at one of my facilities uh, checking my bait stations 
and I saw a spider that just didn't look right. Um, and I would encourage you, if you see something that doesn't look right, stop what you're doing and investigate further. And that's what I job. did. <laughs> uh, exactly. That's what I did. And I got down and uh, started uh, moving the station around, getting it into some light. I turned my flashlight on and began to think that I actually may have a brown recluse in the state of South Carolina. Wow. Um, mm -hmm. We uh, zoomed in, got a picture of the eyes. The one thing about brown recluses, uh, they have uh, six eyes, whereas most spiders have eight. And mm -hmm. they are in three sets of two dyads, so three sets of two eyes each, and they kind of circle the bottom of the fiddle. Uh, they're called fiddleback spiders as well. Mm -hmm. uh, they got the little violin shape on them. Um, some spiders can mimic that marking, but anyway. Or the Charlie Daniels spider. Charlie Daniels spider, <laughs> yes. Uh, but they have the, the, those those six eyes will kind of uh, follow that marking on uh, right there, uh, going uh, to their mouth parts and all that good stuff. That's creepy. Uh, they are very they are a very aggressive looking spider when you when you uh, take a photo of them and send it to people and you get a lot of responses. That's scary. That's freaky. Please don't ever do that again. I got a couple of those. Keep those uh, to yourself. But uh, you know, I thought that was a one off. That that I'd never see another brown recluse. It was. I've been in this industry on and off since I was 16 years old. And I've been in it a long time. That was the first one I've ever seen in, in South Carolina. I thought it was oh, wow. a pretty big deal. You said that to me. I was like, holy crap. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> um, it's like seeing a unicorn, huh? Yeah. So I went back. This was about a month ago. I went back this month. And because I did see it, I, I again, take that extra step, do a little extra investigation. Uh, I was really careful in, when I was checking my bait stations. I ended up finding more. Oh. Um, at this Nightmare. point, the count is up to 13, and we have verified everything with the state. We lab ID'd these spiders. They are brown recluse. Uh, the really weird thing about this, uh, and it may change the conversation, we don't know, but uh, the, we have a breeding population. Mm. So, um, now and this it's is all on, your fault. It's only at one site. I <laughs> uh, can't disclose where that's at, obviously, uh, but. Um, you know, it's an interesting thing. Uh, as an entomologist, we're geeking out. Uh, uh, several of the folks that I'm working with on this are geeking out because, uh, we, again, we don't have a lot of history where this is this is this is common, or even even occurred. So. Wow. Yeah. That's so treatment for spiders. So there's uh, you know there's a lot of good products out there that will really take it to spiders. Again, you, you did the right thing at your bank. First step, mechanical removal, get those, get those webs down, uh, get them moving. Uh, then any, so, any, any, any synthetic pyrethroid, uh, some work better than others, but a synthetic pyrethroid uh, applied to the softscapes and uh, entry points of the building uh, will work just fine. Gabe, any Thanks. issues with spiders? I know it's, it's one of the most depressing things to take over an account from either from another company or from another technician. And, you know, the depending on the company, kind of a basic thing is to sweep down spider webs. 
And you would think, and and we're talking residential and commercial yes. guys. Like, take the time and sweep the spider webs down. I've taken over three different routes, and I can't tell you how many times I've taken over whole routes, and there's just spider webs everywhere, and people are complaining about spiders. They say the guy, the guy keeps spraying. He's coming in, and he's spraying, but but we're still seeing them. It's like th- that should be your first step to to sweep them down. I mean, yeah, especially like commercial routes, that's not really on your radar quite as much because of the fact that you know it's just kind of a a residential thing in your mind. Yeah, and you, well, yeah, and you're not gonna sweep down whole outsides of factories, you know. But yeah. maybe you know the front office areas we all have them you know with the the glass windows and everything maybe hit those every now and again and make it look nice for them yeah i think it's important but definitely residential i mean it takes the whole service 20 or 30 minutes so at least and honestly even if even if you're not they don't have a spider problem just walking around taking three minutes to walk around the outside of a house with the web room the the customers are going to freak out because you know you're it looks cool you know yes. like that's not I, I remember the when I when I was with with Phil the first the first time we uh we did a residential I just thought it was the weirdest thing in the world that we were going around with a broom and sweeping down webs like who who would think that that was a part of your job as a pest control person you know well a lot of the the elderly folks really appreciate that because uh-huh. they, man they can't get out there 70 80 90 years old and sweep down the outside of their house you know yeah. and it, and it's a it's you know it's a mental thing you know like if they're seeing if they're seeing spiders and at that chair that they always sit at and watch tv there's a spider web outside they you know they have a spider problem yeah and you know if they see you just sweeping those down then then it even if they do see one or two spiders they're going to freak out a little less you know, yes. it's funny because the customer's mentality, webs equal spiders yes. even when spiders aren't there. Yes. Right. So if you don't sweep down the webs, you're asking for a callback to sweep down those webs, even if you may have already taken care of that spider issue. Oh, yeah. I've right. learned that lesson the hard way. And we talked about that the first episode. You know, you need to take your time and do it right. Mm-hmm. That'll cut back on callbacks, make happy customers. When I first started, I had callbacks for spiders. And all it was was I, for, I either forgot or was in a hurry, and I didn't sweep down the webs. Yeah, and really that, yeah, I, I do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, because I didn't take that five minutes to sweep down the spider webs, it, it could have cost been, you cost you a trip. It could have been one web by the front door. Usually was like right in the corner, but because I didn't do it, it took me a thirty-minute callback. Well, you know, yeah. and this goes out to your residential guys. Most customers don't use their front doors. Mm-hmm. Right. Their front door is, I mean, the front door is the almost gone the way of the dodo bird, you know. Yep. Whichever uh, way that went. Yeah, I mean, uh, you've got garages and side doors, and we all use different, I, I don't go in my front door. You know, believe it or not, I go in my front door. Do you really? I do. I'm I the freak care. of nature here. I don't have a side door, so. <laughs> But, you know. <laughs> So the first time that customer opens their front door and has to mm-hmm. kung fu their way through a spider web, exactly. they're giving you a call. Yep. So yes. It, that's and, something to think about. And well. also it makes you look bad when you go to that house and you go to you know knock on the front door and they open it up and you can hear the spider webs breaking <laughs> when they're open. It's like, yeah, I didn't do that last month when I was here. Exactly. <laughs> By the way. <laughs> also, um, glue traps are great for spiders too. Yes. 
They are. They are. And in the, in the right settings, they're very effective. Uh, some settings are just not going to be that effective. Right. You're not going to put them in a factory that uh, has a lot of dust or dirt and debris that gets tossed around. Plus, you'd have to add them to a temporary map. It's just not worth all <laughs> right. that, you know. Well, especially in a lot of the the medical facilities and doctors' offices and stuff that I do, it, it's very helpful because I can't I can't go in and spray the baseboards even if I wanted to. So just putting you know a pest monitor behind a a plant or something, it's going to catch that either American roach or spider or or whatever that comes in centipede that could have been crawling in the waiting room floor. Very true. Creepy crawlies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, happy Halloween, everybody. I'm ready eat, to eat lots of candy. Yeah, I'm ready to eat some candy. For sure. But don't leave the candy out, because then you'll get ants, and then you'll... <laughs> That's very true. You know? Yeah. We uh, will be talking about rodents, I'm sure, soon. But with this colder weather coming through? Yes, most definitely. The past few years, again, here, it's it's been fairly warm even during the winter and me personally on my route the past few years I haven't had hardly any rodent calls I don't know about y'all but I I really haven't but these past like month and a half has been has been you, rough when you start getting them in the the summertime and mm-hmm. the late summer it's it's gonna be bad so well, make sure your bait is fresh and we've had a bumper crop of mice Due to the due to the lack of a winter that we did not have last year, yep. Um, from what I've read in um, several different articles and a few different uh, pest control magazines, uh, mice numbers are fairly significant this year. Mm. I can tell you that I personally have been fighting mice since January, so they're they're out. They're gonna be bad. It's gonna be a battle. I've got a lot of places that have automatic doors that stay open for a good. 20 30 seconds and every one of those places has called me yeah it's it's gonna be bad for sure so we'll have to uh have an episode on rodents i can't wait i got i've got a couple good stories (laughs) oh boy (laughs) nice so uh we we can go ahead and conclude this one but uh we have some pretty cool guests coming up here within the next few weeks uh when we talk about fumigation a uh, couple different things. So um, in the springtime, bees. Yes, and that's um, coming up. We're uh, we at a uh, a small pest control business owner who who we're gonna be talking to. Is he small? <laughs> yeah, he's gonna listen to this. Yeah, he's gonna say, "No, I'm good, guys." Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm not coming on there. Not. Is it a small business or a small person or both? Because <laughs> a small owner of a small business. <laughs> Josh is worried because he's the shortest of the group. That's uh, that is true. That's what it is. Anytime he can get a height advantage on somebody, he's gonna take advantage of. Not it. by much though. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we got some really cool guests coming up. And you listening, if you would like to be a guest on our podcast, if you if you do something cool, if if you're um, if you feel like you have a pretty good grasp on whatever whatever pest that you deal with, contact us. Um, buggeeky at gmail.com we're always looking for for new guests and and uh, people that want to be a part of it we're really having a lot of fun with this hit us up on twitter instagram facebook Facebook. like comment share share your stories with us Uh, we certainly are uh, going to be uh, looking uh, for those comments uh, uh, looking for those funny stories 
uh, to share with the uh, our, our listeners and to share with uh, the world at general. So, and yeah. maybe anything that you're having trouble with, maybe we can help you out with it. Um, yeah, and we have so. had uh, here within the past week, we had a few people send us some pests to identify. Uh, if you just you have some kind of weird spider or some kind of weird bug or worm or whatever that you just can't figure out what it is, send it to us. We'll, now, we'll... if you have worms, yeah, don't do, don't, don't send don't us a picture of that. that. Don't. Don't 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 send that. I'm out. Keep, keep, keep that to yourself. Oh gosh. Okay, the train's derailed. Yes. We're gonna have to call it. Hey, it's almost every. It's almost the same point of every single episode. Oh wow. Thank but, you guys. Yeah, you guys are awesome. Give us some feedback. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know, you know, if you if you want something different, if you want us to, you know, add something, let us know. Uh, it's going to be constantly changing, um, but we are absolutely having a great time. So, um, guys, I guess that's, that's about it. All right. That's it. All right. Thank you, guys. As always, stay geeky. Stay geeky. Stop, I won't stop, I'm hooked on